Hello, you spooktacular people. Welcome to this special bonus episode of the History Ghost Bump podcast. I am your host, Diane. And this is Kelly. Kelly, on this episode, we're not really going to be talking about a haunted location or haunted event or even haunted person. We're not. The Adams family is kind of haunted. I agree. But we thought since it's October, it'd be kind of fun to talk about the history of the Adams family. This is actually something that I had done as a bonus episode for our supporters over at Patreon. And we decided to bring it over here to the free feed and have you join me. And then we were going to update it because a few things have happened since I did that bonus episode a couple of years ago. Looking forward to bringing this to the listeners. Adams Family has been with us for 85 years. What began as a cartoon created by American cartoonist Charles Adams has grown into so much more. They've been adapted into every form of media available and have managed to stay popular regardless of the decade with Netflix's Wednesday series becoming a pop culture phenomenon in 2022. Join us on this special bonus episode as we share the history of the Adams Family. They're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together ooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum, when people come to see them, they really are a scream, the Adams family. Dun-na-na-na. Neat. Dun-na-na-na. Sweet. Dun-na-na-na. 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 Petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. We're gonna pay a call on the Adams family. Do 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 do. Sorry about your ears, folks. The Adams family was an innovative idea and a bit of a risk. Would people identify with and embrace a family that was all about death and the creepy and morbid side of life? Well, why wouldn't they be? <laughs> Because not everybody's like us, Kelly. Oh, we're the only weirdos? I don't think so. Well, we're not the only weirdos. We're talking to a (laughs) bunch of them right now. It was a risk worth taking because we adore the Adams family, and we're betting most of you do too. This family was the creation of its namesake, Charles Adams, who was born in New Jersey on January 7th, 1912. Like many of us, he was a little different as a child with a twisted sense of humor and a love for visiting cemeteries. He went by the nickname Chaz for most of his life. He had an artistic ability that his father encouraged. He attended and graduated from Westfield High School and contributed cartoons for the student literary magazine. Adams went on to Colgate University and then the University of Pennsylvania, which has a fine arts building named for him and sculptures of his Adams family characters. I love that. Yeah. Chaz sold his first sketch to the New Yorker magazine in 1932. His first art job was working for True Detective magazine in 1933, touching up crime photos so that they were less gruesome. But he was not satisfied with those duties because he felt the corpses in the pictures were far more interesting left as they were. In 1937, he started drawing cartoons regularly for The New Yorker. And this would be the beginning of his series about a strange family he would eventually name The Adams Family. He freelanced for the magazine for 50 years, and while the Adams Family is very popular, it only actually appeared in 50 illustrations. Chaz loved the ladies and had no problem with finding dates. 
He would accompany the likes of Jacqueline Kennedy, Greta Garbo, and Joan Fontaine. In 1942, he met his first wife, Barbara Jean Day. They remained married for eight years, but finally divorced because Chaz hated children and Barbara wanted to adopt a child. He married a second wife in 1954, Estelle Barbara Barb. Can you imagine having the middle name Barbara and the last name Barb? Wow. (laughs) Did her parents dislike her? I know. I always think that. (laughs) This was not a good match, and she would later wind up with the rights to the Addams Family television and film franchises. Whoa. Marriage matters sometimes. (laughs) I better be careful about getting that prenup. After she tried to get him to take out a life insurance policy for $100,000, Chaz consulted a lawyer who basically told him that if he took out the policy, he better watch his back. The marriage ended in divorce in 1956. He married his third wife in a pet cemetery on Long Island. I love that. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Her name was Marilyn Miller, but she went by the nickname T, and she wore a long black dress for the wedding. Chaz died in 1988 from a heart attack. He'd been sitting in his chair outside his apartment when he had the attack. He was taken to St. Clair's Hospital and Health Center in New York City, where he died in the emergency room. He was only 76 and was buried in the pet cemetery of his estate that he had dubbed The Swamp. Great name for his estate. Oh my goodness. His wife T died in 2002. There were homes in Chaz's childhood neighborhood that people claim are the inspiration for the Adams family house. One of them he actually broke into and was arrested for doing that. When he created his Adams family, he was looking a jab at the traditional aristocratic American family. And the characters were Gomez and Morticia Adams, their children Pugsley and Wednesday, Grandmama, Uncle Fester, their butler Lurch, Thing, which was a disembodied hand, and Cousin It. And many people may not know this, but Cousin It's name is spelled with two T's. It is? (laughs) It's hard to believe that the Addams Family television series ran for only two seasons with 64 episodes. Yeah, that just blows my mind. Yeah, you would have thought that it was on for so much longer. Now it has its own channel on Pluto TV. David Levy was a television producer, and he approached Chaz to ask if he would be interested in a television series. The first episode debuted on ABC in 1964. The show starred John Astin as Gomez and Carolyn Jones as Morticia. Interestingly, the editor of The New Yorker, William Shawn, would not publish any Adams Family cartoons as long as the series was on television. Wow. He felt it was lowbrow and he didn't want the cartoon associated with it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so he liked the cartoon, but not the series. The Munsters debuted the same year and the two series are often compared, although they were very different. The family made a guest appearance on Scooby-Doo and this led to them getting their own animated series from 1973 to 1975. Little fun fact, Jodie Foster did the voice of Pugsley in this. I had no idea. I didn't either. In 1977, there was a television movie featuring the family called Halloween with the New Addams Family. The next big incarnation of the family was in the 1990s with two movies. The Addams Family in 1991 and Adam's Family Values in 1993. Both movies were a huge hit and received nominations for Academy Awards, BAFTA Awards, and Hugo Awards. The films starred Angelica Houston as Morticia, Raul Julia as Gomez, Christina Ricci as Wednesday, Christopher Lloyd as Fester, and Joan Cusack as Fester's wife, Debbie Jelinski in the sequel. 
All of them received nominations for various awards. And they should have because I adore both of those movies. They're so good. (laughs) Yes, indeed. I love them. I watched them over and over again all through the 90s and I still watch them today. They're very good. Another animated series began in 1992 and ran until 1993 with John Astin voicing Gomez. A direct-to-video film dropped in 1998 starring Tim Curry and Daryl Hannah, followed by a spin-off live-action television series that only lasted for the one season. I never heard about that video, did you? No, I did not either. Yeah, when I was doing the research, (laughs) this picture popped up with Tim Curry and Daryl Hannah dressed as Gomez and Mortician. I went, when the hell's this? Then I was like, it was a real (laughs) show? How? How in the world? That's why I had that look on my face while you were reading it. (laughs) The Addams Family Musical has music and lyrics by Andrew Lippa and the book by Marshall Brickman and Rick Elise. The musical opened on Broadway in April 2010 with Nathan Lane as Gomez and B.B. Newworth as Morticia. I bet that was pretty good. I would think so. That production closed on December 31st, 2011. Had this run continued, it was probable that Cassandra Peterson would have taken over the role of Morticia. Oh my gosh, I would have died. I would have probably had to fly (laughs) to New York City so I could just see that. Absolutely would have wanted to be there. (laughs) Speaking of which, we're going to get to meet her in a couple weeks. I know. There was a national tour of America that started in 2011 and another started in 2013. The show returned to Chicago in 2015 for a brief run. Other runs of the musical have gone international. A new animated Adams Family movie debuted in 2019. The film was directed by Conrad Vernon and Greg Tiernan and starred Oscar Isaac voicing Gomez, Charlize Theron voicing Marticia, Chloe Grace Moritz voicing Wednesday, Finn Wolfhard voicing Pugsley, Nick Kroll voicing Uncle Fester, Snoop Dogg voicing Cousin It, Bette Midler voicing Grandmama, Conrad Vernon voicing Lurch, and Allison Janney voicing a greedy reality TV show host. The project actually started in 2010 and was supposed to be a stop-motion film directed by Tim Burton. That would have been amazing. I agree. A sequel to this animated movie dropped in 2021. I think I've seen the first one, but I don't think I saw the sequel. Wednesday Adams got her very own live-action TV series that was announced in 2021, with a debut in November of 2022 on Netflix. This stars Jenna Ortega's Wednesday with Luis Guzman as Gomez, Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia, Fred Armisen as Uncle Fester, George Bersaia as Lurch, Victor Dorabantu as Thing, and Isaac Ordinez as Pugsley. And Christina Ricci, who played Wednesday in the 1990s movies, takes on a role as a series regular. I squealed when she was on. I was like, yay, (laughs) they brought Christina on. We thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, so good. I mean, it's between Stranger Things and Wednesday for me to be the two top Netflix series that I've enjoyed. Those two, I just can't decide between the two of them. But Wednesday almost eked out Stranger Things. Can't wait for season two to drop. Me either. Director Tim Burton directed several episodes as his first foray into directing for television. I'm glad the first time he tried it out was with this. The premise of the series follows Wednesday as she gets expelled from regular school and is sent off to Nevermore Academy, where she solves mysteries using her psychic ability. One of those mysteries involves her family. It almost feels like the Adams family cannot go wrong. Nearly everything that they inspire does really well, from cartoons to movies to merchandise and more. So much was inspired by the family. 
Who could look at Vampyra or Elvira and not see a version of Morticia? The goth subculture seems to have been inspired by the quirkiness and darkness of the Adams. Time Magazine has said of the Adams that they had a relevance and cultural reach, comparable to the Kennedys and Roosevelt's, and were so much a part of the American landscape that it's difficult to discuss the country's history without mentioning them. And we would concur with all of these thoughts. We love the Adams family and hope that they continue to pop up in pop culture for decades to come. Indeed. I want to thank you guys so much for joining us on this special bonus episode. I've been your host, Diane. And this has been Kelly. You take care now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.